What's happening, Hardscapers? This is episode 159 of the How to Hardscape podcast, where we talk about how you can start and grow your hardscaping business. And I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Inlight Outdoor Lighting. You can check them out on Instagram at Inlight Design. That's I-N-L-I-T-E Design. Get a conversation started with them over there about their Inlight Outdoor Lighting products, as well as some inspiration from their page. And if you're like me and you're getting overwhelmed with the financial side of your business at this point in the season, check out Cycle CPA at Cycle underscore CPA on Instagram, or check them out at www.cyclecpa.com and find out more about their financial services, including bookkeeping, accounting, and CFO services. And today's episode is just going to be me talking here today. I don't get a chance to really do this too often. I find that just bringing on other guests, bringing on other perspectives is the direction that I want to take this podcast for the most part. Every once in a while, I do get a chance to do an episode by myself here and to just talk to you, the audience. And in doing so, I do want to take this moment to say thank you. Thank you to anybody and everybody that follows How to Hardscape on Instagram, that has followed along with the journey, that really enjoys seeing the spotlights that we do on the Instagram page, that comments, that whatever it might be, sends us a message there to let us know how you think we're doing with the podcast, to give topics there, to just suggest guests, anybody and everybody that has reached out there, likes, comments, follows, shares on Instagram, as well as you, the audience listener here on the podcast. This was we are almost at the three year mark with this and actually three years ago today was when i started to reach out to guests to have on the show and i didn't know exactly how well something like this would be received or how many people would be even interested in tuning along to this podcast and i worked hard to get the right guests on the show to cover the right topics that are evergreen, that are always going to be useful no matter who listens and when they listen, to keep the content as fresh as possible and not to kind of dilute the subject matter that we're bringing on here and the guests that we bring on. I'm really trying to create a bank of episodes that even if you just started listening to this podcast on this episode, you can go back to all 158 other episodes and get something from them, that they're not just topical, they're not just something that uh, comes and goes, it's information that if you listen to all of our previous episodes, you're gonna get nuggets in there, you're going to get great pieces of information, or even if you have your crew listening in on the commute to the job site, in where we cover installation practices, where we cover other parts of the business that they may get some information and some training out of this as well. The idea behind the podcast was that it was something digestible, easily digestible, something that is passive so that you can be working on the job site, that you can be driving around on the way to the job site, on the way home, whatever it might be. You can be doing something else while you listen to this. And I felt it was the best way to get information out there and into the industry, as well as to bring on amazing guests that we've had on the show already and that we will be getting on the show to share their experiences as well with us to only raise this industry up further. And that was the idea behind the podcast. So now 
three years later, coming up to three years later, I am amazed at how many people actually tune into this, actually listen to this, actually digest this. And then those that actually reach out to me, either whether you appreciate what goes into this podcast or you have topics that you want to suggest or you just want to reach out and say, hey, or ask a question, whatever it might be, I really do uh, appreciate that. And I do want to get that through as best I can in this audio format that I do appreciate you listening and as well as my guests we've had some amazing guests on the show and continue to have amazing guests on the show that take their time out of their day their busy schedule to sit down with me of all people for an hour and talk and I really try my best to craft and bring great questions to the interview and really be interested during that interview to bring out the best in them though most of our guests don't need the best brought out of them they're already amazing people but i've worked really hard to do that to bring the most to you the listener and for my guests that take the time out of their day and continue to do so like in our i am a hardscaper series you may have noticed that we go the i am a hardscaper one-on-one interview And then the next step in that process would be the I Am A Hardscaper Roundtable interview where I take previous returning guests from that I Am A Hardscaper series and two to three of them sit them down and we kind of do a deep dive further into their businesses and into other things. And then from there, we have the I Am A Hardscaper Roundtable rally where those guests that have been through those stages are now you know if they're open to it i just say we're going to talk about this on this day if you're interested come and those guests that take their time away from their families away from their business away from anything else that they could be doing to sit down with us as contractors and just talk and share our experiences with you the listener i i really do appreciate those guests that do that and that continue to do that and that will be doing that in the future uh so like i said there's not many chances that i get on this podcast to just talk about my appreciation for you the listener the guests and everything around how to hardscape and what's coming of how to hardscape and the vision that i have for this moving forward because we'll be doing many many more things like we started with how to hardscape the website and writing articles because i i feel that's where my strength lied the best in in doing something like this and then next step was to get better at speaking and to create this podcast because ultimately this podcast whatever i do for how to hardscape is for you but uh if i'm thinking about myself i also want to get better at what i do professionally and as a person and that's where the podcast came up that i wanted to become a better speaker and i created the podcast and then now we're going down the youtube route with that i've never really been one that's comfortable in front of a camera so i'm trying to learn that but i am a hardscaper on youtube if you want more video content from us that would be the place to go and then beyond that we're expanding into the membership only platform where we've got courses coming out We've already got four installation courses. That's the interlocking concrete pavement installation course, the segmental retaining wall installation course, as well as the building gas fire features and installing outdoor lighting. 
those courses are all available and we will soon be having three courses dropped all at once for those that are members and those that have been waiting for it of building a budget estimating and knowing your numbers so three really great courses there that will be dropping soon and then many more things that i've got planned for where we're going with how to hardscape so i just want to say i do appreciate each and every one of you that listens to this that takes the time to reach out to me wherever and whenever that might be we've got a lot of great stuff planned for how to hardscape so not many times i get to say this to take the time on this podcast to say this so i just wanted to take the time now to say it because today we're going to be talking about recessions i just want to take a break from today's episode to talk about our sponsor cycle cpa You may have a CRM or project management software in place, but what data are you using to ensure your estimating is accurate? Having a proper accounting setup and accurate bookkeeping done is key to understanding overhead expenses and other costs that must be recouped in your estimates. Cycle CPA is a remote bookkeeping and CFO firm that helps to connect the dots from the financial reports to the hardscape and landscape data needed in order to reach high profits. They provide landscape and hardscape industry benchmarking, job costing financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA's team of accountants are specialized within the hardscape and landscape industry, and you can visit them at cyclecpa.com and for $200 off, mention the How to Hardscape podcast. Now back to our episode. We also want to say thank you to Inlight for sponsoring today's episode. Did you know that one of the easiest ways to grow your hardscape business and increase your revenue is by incorporating low voltage outdoor lighting to your projects? Using lighting can take your projects to the next level, make you more profit and add that wow factor and make your business stand out. As a professional hardscaper, we know you need reliable and high quality products to avoid callbacks and wasted time on job sites. That's why Inlight offers some of the highest quality lights and is the quickest system to install on the market. Their patented easy lock connector ensures that lighting will be the easiest thing you install every time. No heavy lifting, no massive machinery, just plug and play. Not only that, but InLight also provides many educational resources like online and in-person training, installation videos, unbeatable customer support, and more. Everything you need to successfully take your business to the next level with outdoor lighting and beyond. It's one of the many reasons why I stand behind InLight and many other companies that provide these educational resources to their clients, to contractors, and to help us grow our businesses. So for more information on how InLight can help grow your business, check them out on Instagram at InlightDesign. That's at I-N-L-I-T-E Design on Instagram. DM them to find out how to put more money in your pocket this season. Obviously, it's a topical thing that I'm going to be talking about here, but regardless, recessions are going to happen again and again and again. It's not something that it's if it will happen, it's something that when will it will happen. And it's something that we've actually covered before on the podcast. And going back to when this whole world sickness thing shut everything down, there was a point in time where I at least will speak for myself in saying I didn't know what the season ahead might look like. Because as this was going on, we were just about to get our season ready. And actually, just as the season was about to start, we here in Canada locked down for two weeks or whatever. 
Uh, and I think there's a lot of questions as to what was going to come for the work in our industry as long as this was taking place, what that might look like. So at that specific point in time, I immediately reached out to an accountant and had a specific accountant on to talk about navigating through a recession. I also, at that point in time, when I was doing I Am A Hardscaper interviews with business owners, I made a point to ask a question around, especially if they've navigated through a recession before, to talk to them about navigating through a recession, what they experienced during a recession. And a lot of great points came up. And I do want to touch on that as well as my own points as well when it comes to this. Beginning with when we had that accountant on, that was Jody Grunden. And you can navigate back to that episode and re-listen to it if it's something that you want to kind of digest for the time being. But he essentially, it came down to with him that, you know what? When it comes to losing sales or a decline in sales, you have to identify areas in your business that you can cut back expenses to be able to weather the storm. Whether that might look like selling a piece of equipment or laying off an employee, whatever that might look like. Obviously, these are things that you don't want to do, you wouldn't want to do, but if push comes to shove, you do want to have that plan set in terms of knowing where you can cut back expenses to be able to weather the storm. Because ultimately, a recession on average lasts 10 months. So that's 10 months that you need to go through to be able to weather that storm, whatever it might be. Now, there's talks about this recession is going to be much worse than a 10-month period or may even be a, a worse event than just a recession. I'll touch on that a little bit later. But regardless, if you're working on averages, if you can weather the storm for a full season, that might be enough to get you through to that next season where we may st start to see things sort of go in the right direction in terms of getting out of that recession. Now that's hit and miss and it's an average. So it's just something to work off of. But that was Jody's point there in terms of making sure that you do have a plan to cut back expenses and, and what those expenses might look like in your business that you can cut back and still remain in business and still remain lean enough to weather the storm, keep on the employees that you know are a crucial part of your business to be able to get to the next, to be able to get to the end of the tunnel, so to speak, with a recession. Another guest that we had on the show that I specifically talked to them about navigating through a recession and it was a very short answer to the question was Bill Gardaki. And I actually specifically asked Bill, was your business affected during the recessions in the past, especially this previous one in 2008? And he said, no, he didn't even feel it. And the reason why he didn't feel it is that he had built such a reputable name for his business over many years that he became known for a specific thing and not to put words in his mouth but i believe what he talked about during that episode was really specializing in a certain project style a certain job type and in his case it was a medium-sized patio with a certain feature say a 
seat wall or added lighting, maybe an outdoor kitchen. I don't know exactly what they got into, but that sort of mid-sized project that they kind of stuck to and project after project, they were able to implement equipment into their business and the right people to really become an efficient machine. And they just in their area became known for this. And by creating that reputation and that brand for that, they were able to not only weather the storm, but they didn't even feel it. He had created such a backlog of projects that by the time the recession was over, they were just continuing going and pumping out these projects and signing up more projects. Now, a very specific thing for them also was prior to this or maybe during this or at some time, they'd really gone in early on creating a website. And for them, their website was key in bringing in leads because they were so early in creating a website. They were ranking really high in search engine results. And that was bringing in a constant flow of leads without having to invest more money into marketing, which I've talked about pre on previous episodes on this podcast is that the best time to really invest into those things that are going to get the ball rolling for you in terms of marketing spend or branding spend, the best time to do those are when you don't actually need them. Because when the time comes that you do actually need them is when you're going to be scrambling and when perhaps that cash won't be quite as readily available to you to do those things, to invest into those things, or just the timings off because these things take time to build up in order to start to see the return on an investment that you put into those things. So when times are good, you're definitely busy and you think that you can't take on certain things to be able to get that ball rolling for aspects of a business that will bring in leads later on in the road. But that's specifically the time that you should be doing them so that you can set yourself up for success when times do get tough because like I said, a recession isn't if, it's when it will happen. So things like a website should already be in place for you in your business. Having a Google My Business and asking each and every one of your clients to that are happy at the end of the project to leave a review for you and that will really help your search engine results with that. And we'll actually have a course coming up for the How to Hardscape membership only platform where I go about showing you step-by-step -step how to build a website and how to optimize it for search engine optimization. Because that's, like I said, where I started with How to Hardscape it in my own business with search engine optimization and getting things to rank high up in Google. So that's what, future courses actually will be coming up in a couple months here for that platform. But really also looking at other things where it isn't quite completely taken up, like the real estate is still there. There's still this blue ocean, meaning a lot of your competition hasn't taken a foundation or it hasn't started to build on this because by now everybody should have a website and everybody's competing for that top spot on these search engines. But a area where less and less people are may be something like YouTube and the leads that you can get from YouTube, even though it might take a year for you to get yourself established. For example, and it's not something that I necessarily planned, but when I started the I Am A Heartskeeper 
YouTube channel, it was going to be me on job sites, giving helpful tips and videos along the way, and doing uh, a little bit of a vlog series within that channel. I never expected it to bring me in leads. I just wanted to branch out with this a little bit further into video content. I don't even mention my business in those videos. It's strictly I am a hardscaper, how to hardscape. But what I do is I do have my business shirts on and my business hat on because obviously on the on the job site and obviously prospective clients see that and they put in the work to type that into Google to find my business and to realize that I'm actually located near them. So that's actually a good vetting process, a good way to pre-qualify those clients because they evidently really want me if they're willing to put in that work to find out my business and to find out that I'm actually located near them. Now, like I said, I didn't expect this to happen. I don't talk about my business and the chances that those that are located near me would actually find my YouTube channel, I thought was very slim. But what it turns out is a lot of people from my area are actually finding me on YouTube. And I think that's just because YouTube will push you and other social channels will push you first and foremost to your surrounding area based on your IP address, based on where you are located, first and foremost. So it makes sense that those people finding me are first and foremost those that are located close to me. And so it's kind of started to pick up a little bit of steam in terms of leads that are coming into my business caused by this. That's just an example of a blue ocean strategy, something that you can get into now while the times are good to be able to set yourself up for later when the sales just aren't what they are or you're cutting back on marketing spend to be able to cut the fat out of your business and these leads come in for free for you, whether that's through your website, whether that's through YouTube, whether that's through building your Instagram, because I definitely know contractors on Instagram that have really built a great following and they're getting most of their leads through their Instagram. Same thing as that aspect of YouTube. And if and when that recession does hit us actually very soon here, or we're actually in the midst of it right now, this may not have the same impact on our industry as perhaps previous recessions. I actually started in this industry just before the previous recession had started. So I started in 2007, I believe, for a supplier. So I didn't feel the effects of the recession, but I definitely was in and around contractors that talked about the difficulties, especially just as they were starting their own business or getting their business rolling, the difficulties of finding the work uh, not necessarily to fill their schedule, but it, it's become a little bit more difficult in order to do so. But I don't think we're going to have that same problem moving into a recession if that does come very shortly here. Just because of the backlog that I hope people have created or that they will continue to create here based on the demand that we've seen in this industry for the past two years. And with that demand not being able to be fulfilled. Perhaps people pulled back a little bit recently here and were a little bit deterred away from renovating their outdoor living space, but they may come back shortly here. And what I've experienced is that they are starting to come back after a small little lull in leads coming in and are really wanting things done. And I hear time and time again, I just wasn't able to find a contractor 
during the past year or so to even come out. So I'm trying again. And this is why I've contacted you. That's what I'm hearing time and time again. So the backlog can start to be made and to continue to be made in order to ensure that I've got the work lined up for the remainder of this season, which I'm pretty much booked out for, and into next season so that I can last that 10-month average of a recession. I do think our industry obviously was an industry that really benefited from the past two years with the demand that we've seen. And I do think that really sets us up for success during a recession to be able to fulfill that spillover of demand that wasn't fulfilled before. That being said, personally in my business, I haven't stretched myself too thin. I've stayed extremely lean, one based on just my own personal situation, but also based on just the labor market in general. But I've stayed very lean, which has helped me not be worried about what's coming up in the future, to know that I can get past anything that does come my way here and actually, that's something that when I started my business, it's the same mindset that I went in to starting my business. Once again, mostly because my personal situation, but also the way I started my business and having very low overhead and just doing lift and relays. But for the past couple of years now, transferring more into the outdoor design build space, I've still stayed very lean. But in doing so, it still does come at an opportunity cost. That's not me saying that this is the way to go because there's definitely people that have heavily invested into their business during this time period and have really capitalized on the demand that was there for the past two years having invested prior to that in their business and having really put a lot into their business and having done so they've really leapfrogged many many steps based on that demand that came in these past couple of years and to really set themselves up for success and hopefully not stretch themselves too thin if say sales do start to dwindle a little bit and pull back a little bit if this recession does come and that's the best thing about a business or, or owning your own business or whatever that might look like for you because there's no right answer you get to dictate what your business looks like and what you want to put into your business in order to get out of your business because ultimately there's many more things at play than just what somebody else online thinks or what somebody else might be telling you not only does your market dictate what your business may look like in some cases and you may be able to push that a little bit but also personal factors play a role into this too and this causes you to build the business that's suited to your lifestyle rather than your business dictating what your lifestyle should be. This is a time perhaps we should be looking at the work that we have in our backlog, looking at the market in general to see if leads are still coming in, what do those leads look like, and also revisiting your budget. If you don't have a budget, we do have a budget and estimate spreadsheet on howtohardscape.com and revisiting your budget and identifying areas that if you need to, you could cut back in. And if you do have those cash reserves available to you, if something were to happen, you're not only setting yourself up for you know little amounts of stress during this time, but also you can really leapfrog your way through this recession because as others may be selling their pieces of equipment, you could be buying or as others are 
firing employees to cut out the fat of their business, you could be hiring. And as others are cutting out their marketing expenses, you could be investing into marketing, branding, a website, a YouTube channel, whatever that might look like for you and your business. And I think that's all I want to say on this topic for now. I thank you all for listening. If you have any questions, comments, anything, reach out to me at How to Hardscape on Instagram. We also have at I am a Hardscaper on Instagram. Anything that I've talked about in this episode, go check that out as well if you need it. Or I would like any back and forth that you want to bring up any comments that you have regarding anything that I said in this episode. I'd love to hear it. And once again, thank you to our sponsors, Inlight Outdoor Lighting. That's at Inlight Design on Instagram for your outdoor lighting needs. They have some beautiful outdoor lighting products on the market that I personally use in my business, as well as now might be the, actually the time to reach out to a bookkeeper accountant or CFO services with Cycle CPA. They are at Cycle underscore CPA, and they release incredible educational content every day on Instagram or other channels that they are also a part of. So at Cycle underscore CPA or CycleCPA.com, mention how to hardscape and get $200 off Cycle CPA services. And we look forward to meeting with you next week on the How to Hardscape podcast.